Ultra. Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the latter end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. Today, we're preparing to annihilate Minute 38, which begins with Gary telling Greg the youth that he's doing the Golden Mile tonight and ends with Gary in dumbfounded shock at the decapitated head of a blank. Mm-hmm. I think you should call this episode the first fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is, um, uh, it's, it, it begins. We're now, we're now in a different genre. Yeah. It's a real, so let's, does, does, do do Edgar Wright's other films have this clean of a down the rabbit hole? No, because I think that there's a lot of. Because okay, if you go to Shaun of the Dead, there's a ton of foreshadowing before, right? Uh, before like the morning after scene, like the right? TV stuff, the, the mm-hmm. all the stuff that the audience is noticing, but Sean is not noticing, right? The guy who is eating the pigeon or whatever, um, yeah. Uh, so so I so Sean is like a little more, um, I don't know. There's there's more of a uh, gradual transition into the zombie movie. Um, Hot fuzz. I mean, it's different, right? Cause like the only like genre element of hot fuzz, I mean, I guess there's the slasher element of hot fuzz that is, you always forget about every, like literally (laughs) every time I watch the movie, I'm like, Oh yeah. (laughs) It's like more of a slasher movie than an action movie. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't want to screen it with predator. (laughs) Yeah. Kinda. Um, but you know, I guess so. I guess to a certain extent, the first slasher scene is a is a big you know change of pace, right? Uh, and which I think the, what is that? That's the that's after the Romeo and Juliet, yeah, the uh, after party, right? Yeah, the decapitated head on the road. Yeah, it's that's the first one, right? The most violent thing to happen in the movie up to that point. Yeah, so I guess I guess there's that. But I don't. It, it's still not as clean of a break as this is. This is literally like. I mean, I think to me, the scariest five seconds of this movie are when he's tackling Greg, and you, the audience, sees the the urinal and subconsciously notes the trajectory. Yes, and is like, oh fuck! I, I remember my audience like, oh no, like what. Is this going to be that kind of movie where they're going to, it's going to be like very bad things? Right, right. They're going to have to hide a body. Right. And then the head pops and like it was, it immediately vindicated and validated the the thing we keep talking about about how i would like scuttle out of the theater every time there yeah, was yeah because that was the thing right it's like we had no idea that this is what this movie was going to be about the, to be honest i was watching this and i was just like having a good time like getting to yeah, know these characters yeah you weren't like get to the part with the genre stuff 
Yeah. Get to the point. Right. Skip it, man. <laughs> um, so it was, it's, it's really, this was really shocking for me. Cause like, I didn't know that that's what this was going to be. Yeah. Um, and so when, when his head pops off and you see the, the blue, uh, blood, the blue ink all over the urinal, mm-hmm. it's just sort of like, Oh wait, what, what is this? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> What is this? Because the fight, the fight is it's it's such a good fight because it's it's disorienting mm-hmm. because you're like whoa wait wait because for a second you're like oh is this kid like something's off with this kid you know what I mean yeah for sure but then like once he-, he once he like walks away from Gary to go wash his hands without like responding to him in any way like i think that's the point where you're like oh he's not just ignoring him because he's annoyed he's ignoring him because he's weird like there's something weird happening (laughs) and then the like please don't like yeah like oh is this gonna be like i don't even know if this movie existed yet but i was like oh is this gonna be like the guest like what's going on like yeah yeah because like the the thing that's weird about it it like i don't know what i mean we talked about this a little bit in yesterday's minute but like i don't know what the blanks are thinking here. Like what, what, why is this the reaction to this moment? Like, why are they, (laughs) why, why is this blank completely ignoring Gary? Like, why is he not responding in any way? Like, why does it think that this is a natural way to react to this? Mm -hmm. I suppose it leads, I suppose it leads credence to your theory that the younger, the blank, the more blank they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Because I think about um, you know Raymundo and all the publicans are at least like all right, oh. yeah. I mean, one of them even upholds a rule. You're so, yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah, it's kind of a from from the the perspective of the network. It's a weird moment. This bit. Yeah, it's um, kind of it's weirdly maybe the biggest leap that you the audience has to make in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Is that this dude, this blank would a just totally ghost and potentially creep out? Maybe the maybe maybe he doesn't. Uh, I'm I'm interested if the blanks are immediately able to be like that's not a blank. I mean, yeah, because they're all uh, they're all connected. They all have like shared memories they're a network right? right they're they're individuals but they're also connected to the network so they're both they're right. both a hive mind and indiv- individualistic yeah an iphone um, can, an iphone can detect another iphone right yeah this is an iPhone. um right uh you're not an iphone that's weird <laughs> um yeah so it's uh i don't know it's kind of it's it is it is a weird moment um from that perspective, I think. And then the even uh, bigger, the bigger decision, the bigger leap is for when physically, cause you know, all rights, you know, Greg, uh, 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 Gary does pull the first punch. He is the right. instigator, right? He shoves you know, him. He shoves him. He shoves his little hat off. Right. And, and then he goes for another shove. And that's when Greg like grabs his arm. Yeah. Cause it's interesting. Cause you'd think that he would be like, he would just, like, why would he say, please don't like, why wouldn't he just instantly want to, you know, get Gary? 
Yeah, maybe it's like, like, hey, I'm programmed to not be aggressive, to not cause violence, but I am also programmed to defend myself. Right. So I'm asking you not to activate my self-defense protocol. Well, because it's but it's not though, because he's he's going to be that's why he raises his hand at him because he's going to turn him into a blank. Uh okay. Like he's gonna he's gonna yeah, he's gonna turn Gary like that. But that's what this, this that's what this whole fight is about that we're gonna be getting into the rest of this week is that the blanks want to turn them into blanks. It, they don't want to just like kill them. They I mean they do, but they wanna kill they're their raising blanks. their hand to like, you know, suck their I don't know memories out to go. Yeah, we never. We, we also are, we never we never see a transformation happen. I don't think. No, no, we don't. We don't. Such a cool. Everyone's like, no, don't. We don't need to just. Don't. Yeah, the closest we get is um, uh, Peter when he's like left in the field, mm-hmm. um, surrounded by blanks. We get like a little bit of a, a moment of like his consciousness leaving his body. It appears. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's not. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't get the whole process. Maybe please don't is also like a rote response. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, when a human is pushed, it's like, please don't. Right. Please don't hurt me. You know, please, please stop. You know, I feel threatened. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, that's what a human would say. So the protocol is like, please don't. Right. Stop. Right. Because like, that's what a, a human would want you to stop. A human would want you to stop, you know, threatening them. Right. God, I can't get over how tight and form fitting the Steve's clothes are. <laughs> I um uh okay, so we get you know, he catches him and then he he turns on the the air dryer to um uh cover up the sound of the fight, mm-hmm. which I really like. I like that as a as a device, I guess. Um and I really like the way that Especially in this fight, I would say more so in this bathroom fight than any other fight in the movie. I like the way the uh, these stunt doubles or these I guess they're not they're not technically stunt doubles in this case, um, but there are they're all stunt people. Yeah, they're all stunt performers. The way that these stunt performers uh, have been, you know, sort of are, are choreographing like what's what a how a blank would fight. Yeah. Like the way that they just sort of like uh, move around like almost like an animatronic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um it's uh it's pretty cool. Yeah, like it's and and credit to Greg. It's a great. It's a you know, like I I I love his robotic little it's fluid but also still keeping that mechanical nature of like the 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 slide and turn on the bathroom floor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um in general, I really like I mean I I think that the design of the of the blanks is a really fun design. Like making them basically like an action figure, like a giant action figure. Yeah, yeah. Um it's uh it's pretty it's pretty fun. I like the way that their head pops off. Yeah, uh, how it's how it's and then like you you can kinda if you if you pause it at the right moments, you can see the little a very again, very G.I. Joe, how like the little nub on the neck remains, but then there's like a little almost rubber looking hole in the head. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that a lot. I can imagine like popping the head back into place. Right. Yeah. I really like that. Um, 
Honestly, thank God. Thank God that it was a robot because <laughs> the alternate. This is a very different movie. Um, if this <laughs> resulted in uh, Gary killing a child, <laughs> I accidentally broke a, a 17 year old boy's neck over a bathroom stall. <laughs> Where's the edit of this where they just edit this scene so that it ends? They, they like colorize the, the blue into red. And just change it to like he like literally just decapitates a boy. Written and directed by Edgar Wright. Yeah, and then it just ends. <laughs> oh, by the fuzz. Yeah. It just ends like that. <laughs> and Gary went to jail. <laughs> and Gary King spent the rest of his life in, in prison. Everybody's going to jail. <laughs> it just cuts to them all getting like. Arrested, arrested out. by, by, uh, yeah. by uh, the characters from Hot Fuzz. Oh man, <laughs> just go full American. Well, it's Horror pretty story. cut and dry. <laughs> well, Constable Butterman, it seems <laughs> <laughs> he, he killed this boy. <laughs> he killed this boy. You don't kill children. <laughs> oh man, it's very. Um, you know, it's funny. We were talking about the. Uh, the Pineapple Express super bad team up a few weeks ago, months mm-hmm. ago. I don't know. And um, it's like, yeah, you know, it, it, it sounds weird, but like that's kind of what Ryan Murphy ended up doing with uh, with American Horror Story. Yeah. Like I just finished, uh, I finally finished Hotel after I don't, I don't know how many months or years. And uh, like characters from from Coven and Murder House show up at the end of that. Mm. So at one point you get like two Sarah Paulsons walking around the hotel, and I'm like, "This is fun." Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't, I, I've only watched like the like half of the first season of that show. Um, yeah, it's not your cup of tea. No, no, it's not. It's not. In general, Ryan Murphy is um, not my cup of tea, but um, with the exception of uh, the O.J. Simpson thing. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that's the best thing he's ever done. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it's the best thing he's ever done because he had very little to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have anything to do with the writing of it um, the way oh, he does really? on those other shows. Yeah, no. I don't think. No, I'm... it was written by, if I'm not mistaken, it was written by the guys who wrote... Uh, what is that movie called? Uh, I think it's Ed Wood. I think the from the writers of Ed Wood and Big Eyes, and Big Eyes. Yeah, I think it's those guys. I Did think he, it's that uh, writing team. I wonder if he wrote Versace because I also really like Versace. I don't. I think that was a different. I think those were that that was different too. I think each season is a different showrunner. Okay. Yeah, because they're getting ready to do a new showrunner. They're getting ready to Clinton, Clinton Lewinsky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we can ever, you know, film things again. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, and the, I think that first season of Glee is pretty perfect. Pretty close mm-hmm. to perfect, that first season of Glee. Yeah. Anyway, this has been the Ryan Murphy cast. Oh, really, never. Really great blood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really great blood animation. I really like the the spray. I just got I like I like the blue because it makes it, it – it's kind of – as brute, as violent and jarring as it is, it is also subconsciously comforting. 
mm-hmm. of like, oh, okay, it, it's blue paint. Yeah. Is, yeah, for that sure. Is not a dude. Right. Um, I like to, I, I, there, there's something I like about the choreography here because I like how, you know, just in general and, and, you know, we're going to see a lot more of that as we go along. Um, and I think these episodes, the rest of the episodes this week are probably going to be fairly short cause there's not a lot of details to talk about, but, um, I think that, uh, the, the way the choreography is so good in this movie. Right. And, yeah. and I think that. Um, the reason for that is like from a from a just from a character standpoint, you have this sort of, you know, you have the the blanks who are fighting in a a very specific, very goal oriented way, where their goal is not to beat these people into submission. It is just to get to their face so that they can pull their consciousness out of their bodies, like. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only thing they want to do. They don't want to like beat these people up. They just want their consciousness so that they can put them in a blank. Yeah, they're not trying to bring their health down to zero. Right, right. Um, and so, you know, you have all of these very uh, uh, sort of thought out, um, you know, very like pre-programmed moves that all the blanks are ma- moving, and then you have the 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 gang, the musketeers, and they all move and, and, and you know you can see in this scene like gary um it's got a sort of drunken master quality to it yes yeah um Thank where you. the reason that they win is like the, the reason why they're they're always winning every fight is because the blanks can't plan for them because there's there's no plan involved <laughs> in the way they're fighting like yeah. they, they like the reason why gary wins right now is because he the, this greg's blank never would have expected him to run at him like he's playing rugby and tackle his head into a urinal <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's great because it's it sort of through through action through combat you are storytelling because you are Vindic- it, it is it is as 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 much as it is fist on fist it is also mindset versus mindset which is you will conform i will conform you and gary being like ah, fuck you can't control me i'm gary king tackle yeah right and and i really believe another reason why i'm a big uh, evangelist for this movie is i think this is some of the best western fight choreography in a movie Yes, especially uh, later in the movie in the Beehive. Absolutely, um, which which for my money is still to this day I think the best choreographed fight scene Edgar Wright has ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's that, so great about oh, oh, please. Man. I can't I just I can't wait to talk about the I the can't beehive. wait to and what's so cool about in this movie in this minute you're immediately like oh because Scott Pilgrim. Like right, yes, absolutely. Even the uh, even the action figure quality of the blanks feels like something out of uh, Scott Pilgrim. It's it's also sort of the beginning of um, you know. I think up to this point, this film has been shot very very well, mm-hmm. uh, but it's all been under the guise of a very regular generic friends reuniting kind of movie yeah right based in reality right and so it isn't until this scene that the benefit of having bill pope behind the camera really starts to to shine 
Absolutely. The, 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 the shorthand that those two have carrying so quickly after Scott Pilgrim. To say right. nothing of Bill Pope's, you know, chops on his own right. Right. Um, <laughs> this is his own right. <laughs> hey oh, and, uh, and since we are, uh, you know, since we do have the time, I just want to uh, since we're getting into the fight portion of the movie, uh, the fight choreography of this movie was done by Bradley James Allen. And uh, Scott, I did not know this, but uh, your 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 reference to uh, Drunken Master is somewhat apropos. Uh, oh, some of Bradley James Allen's credits include 1998's Jackie Chan's "Who Am I," oh. two, 2000's "Shanghai Noon," oh. 2001's "Rush Hour 2," The Tuxedo, oh. "Shanghai wow. Nights," The Medallion. Wow. So pretty much okay. A fair- so he, he went after Edgar Wright went after a Jackie Chan choreographer for this. Yeah, uh, uh, a white because there's a picture of him in IMDb. A white uh, doesn't say what his nationality or where he was born. Oh, oh, he's Australian from ah. Melbourne. From Melbourne. Okay, but a, a true blue member of Jackie Chan's stunt team. And some of his his non Jackie Chan movies include The Chronicles of Riddick, The Pacifier, Hellboy Two, The Golden Army, the best Hellboy movie in my opinion. Ninja Assassin, which I think is underrated. 2009's Avatar, kick ass. I am number four, where he worked with Greg. Mm. You know, kick ass makes a lot of sense because uh, kick ass's fight choreography reminds me a lot of the World's End's fight choreography. So yeah. that that I, I I can see the direct connection between those two films and that those two fight uh, uh, choreographies. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and yeah. he again teamed up with Greg on the two Kingsman movies. He's working on the third Kingsman movie, The King's Man. And uh, his, his next credit, hopefully, that we'll be seeing soon is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Interesting. Yeah. A supervising stunt coordinator. So, yeah, Brad Allen, hell of a stunt coordinator. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well. It's great. I I also well I'll I'll save these thoughts for um uh later in the oh, week wow. I guess Friday's minute but um but it's uh yeah it's 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 good stuff I I just I really like the way that um you know the story is being told I like I like that when he you know throws Gary at the mirror um. It, you know, Gary falls into the mirror, not because he's not because he's thrown into it. He's kind of just thrown away, um, <laughs> but he, he falls into the mirror because he stumbles because he's drunk. He's been drinking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then but it's because he he crashes into the mirror that he's able to see Greg coming in the reflection. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, to me, my favorite fights, what I really love in a fight scene in a movie is when they're using the present circumstances to heighten the fight and add flavor to the fight mm-hmm. of like, okay, he's a robot and he's a little buzzed. Yeah. Let's <laughs> what, what, what would happen that could only happen in this fight that wouldn't happen in like, you know, the bathroom fight in rogue nation. Right. And honestly, this tackle move that he pulls, he probably learned from Andy. Yeah. Oh, I love that head cannon. No pun intended. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a rugby move. Definitely. Definitely. And and as we learn much later in the movie, uh, well, not even much later, really, just like in two minutes. But um, Andy's a brawler. Oh, 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 my God! I cannot, I can't wait until we get yeah. to talk about Nick Frost in this movie as a brawler. Yeah. Oh man, 
dude knows how to fight. Um, and uh, I, I imagine that this this move was taught to him directly from uh, watching Andy. So. Yeah, you can almost imagine, you know, because we, we saw him cheering, cheering Andy on or watching Andy while smoking back in the prologue. Right. Right. Great. Um, so, yeah. Good move. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I don't, I don't have anything else for this particular minute. No, no. In and out, in and out burger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, see public slash merch. You can help us out. Uh, they make masks now. They're making masks. They do. So, yeah. uh, get yourself back to the future minute mask. I don't know. Uh, as well as, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Actually, Wear our faces on your face. Put our face on your face at com <laughs> slash merch. And uh, even if even if you buy stuff that isn't from our store, from our our, our network, if you will, uh, if you go to duelinggenre.com slash merch, your purchase will still help us out. Mm-hmm. So uh, give it a, give, give it a go. See, do 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 some peeking around. See if you can find anything you like. Support independent artists at duelinggenre.com slash merch. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with minute thirty nine. But for now, let's move. I'm